turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Greetings, Earthlings. We are back. It is Deandra on, on last week's episode where we will be covering episode three of Loki entitled Lamentous. Before I go any further, I have with me Courtney. Hi. You see me like going, uh-uh, no, it's because there's a cat that's trying to mess with my ankles. Cats here. are canon in the MCU, though. They so are. It and, works. And so it's the state of Alabama, so... Roll with it. What else um, do you we, we're here again without Runny because, I mean, really, who needs him? Exactly. We've, we, we're, we're evolving. We've grown past the need for men. We have moved past the need for men altogether, at least in this space. We're working on global domination. Mm -hmm. so we'll get this there. Is where we are. <laughs> um, as usual, we will start. We'll get right in because we are efficient AF. Mm -hmm. What did you think about the episode? General impressions of Lamentis. I liked it. Um, we talked about this before we went live, just that, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, like there's a flash type episode, but there's a lot of necessary character development. We found out a lot. Um, I liked it. Uh, like I said, no, obviously not going to be a favorite, but it's not designed to be. So I, I'm, I'm pretty content with it. I agree. It's it's one of those things where we need the story, we need the backstory, and in this situation, this is how we get it. Um, I think that Lady Loki, who now we know, her name is Sylvie, deserves mm -hmm. some sort of um, introduction outside of her just being like this evil genius or whatever mm -hmm. else it is. So I thought they did it pretty well. Um, but it starts very interesting because we have Lady Loki or Sylvie. I'm sorry. Her name is Sylvie. We will she call people. She doesn't like called Loki. <laughs> right. We will call people what they like to be called. And she has made it very clear. She does not like to be called Loki. So Sylvie is having margaritas with Hunter number 20. And mm -hmm. Hunter 20, if you recall, is the one who was kidnapped from the festival, fair, whatever it was in Oshkosh. Now, First impression, did you think this was a flashback or did you automatically know what it was? I thought it was mind manipulation immediately. Um, but I kind of thought it was intriguing where they were. Um, I, I might be jumping ahead a little bit. But when we find out that this is act she's actually using memories, um, and it kind of proves that these are all variants and they were kind of like Loki being forced to work for the TVA and then their memories are basically wiped, I guess, which explains why they're traumatized when they come back. But, um, well, I replugged this back in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, like, I thought that was a really interesting development. Not more because uh, Sylvie is using mind manipulation, but because that's, that's what is her name again? The Hunter 20. Name, Hunter 20, that's her memories. So I thought that was crazy. Like she's from Earth. So everyone's kind of like a Loki situation. That's intriguing. I agree. Now I will say I was duped a little because I thought that it was a um, legit flashback and that they knew each other. Yeah. I It took a second for me to realize what was happening because as soon as she said how many how many security guards or how many guards were at the game? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is her doing her like thing. Like a inception type of moment, maybe. Yep. Right. This is, her, this is like 
she's it trying to really it is she's trying to make her make her comfortable almost just like you know when you drink and you get little you know loose lips and she's trying to do that she being sylvie is trying to do that with hunter 20 to get as much intel as she can about the tva because she's pretty much going to go storm the gates mm -hmm. that's her next move um and we see that when we actually get to the episode and to where we left off the last time, that's exactly where she goes. Mm -hmm. Sylvie goes directly to TVA and she is kicking ass and taking names. Like she is really going all out she for it. She is the superior Loki. Or At this Sylvie. point. We'll just call her the superior Sylvie. That's right, because <laughs> she's, she's the blue pratt. Right, and we want to make it clear, she is a Loki, but she is she not. She doesn't like the association. Things. Yeah, she, it's like she doesn't like the evil part of it or the She's the not as Asgardian as our Loki. Well, I guess we'll, we'll get into that, um, yeah. her backstory. And she um, she go and she, she's just really trying to get to something at TVA headquarters. We haven't known, we haven't seen what it is. My guess is the timekeepers or a way to get to said timekeepers. And she encounters our Loki and um, they have it out. But the thing that I liked was that the was that Loki held his own. It wasn't a situation like it was last time. I think last time he was just very cocky and unprepared. And once he realized that I am still dealing with a Loki, I have to be on my A game. Then we started to see the the Loki that we remember, the it's one like, oh, that's he's, like he's showing more of his powers too. It was mm -hmm. like I know exactly. This is he could he, he protect you from a fallen building. That's all we need to know. Right. So after she, Loki, sorry, Sylvie makes it to, she makes it further than I guess she should have. And uh, Ravona comes out. Her name is, uh, is it Renslayer? Is it Renslayer or Renslayer? I think so. That's her last name. Mm -hmm. But she comes out and, and they get, I think Sylvie at this point realizes, okay, she's not going to be as easy to defeat as the rest of them. This foe is formidable. Mm -hmm. So Loki takes the Tempad and opens a window for them to go to another apocalypse now so basically she has like all the apocalypses in history bookmarked so that's what she was doing she had them in the book she's got them in a file like you know apocalypse one two three like she has a plan and that comes back up because she makes sure to tell loki this is not a plan you did a thing a plan has multiple steps um we'll get to that of course but i really mm -hmm. like she said that so they go and they don't know where they are at this point because Loki doesn't know how to properly use the temp pad. He just knows that I can push this button and we'll be out of here. He's a man, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a man. He's a man. And they get to what Sylvie describes as the, the worst apocalypse. Of course, I mean, it's Loki. Of course they go to the worst apocalypse. Where else would they go? Where else would they go? Where else, right? They go to the worst apocalypse, which is there is a moon heading towards this planet, and it is it's going a purple looking planet. <laughs> it's going to hit the planet and just and destroy you and kill there and kill everybody. So it's like it's I think it's like a planet destroying event, which is like the like a the, the level one because it goes like downwards apocalypse. Yeah, this isn't Pompeii where like this place is obliterated, which is also very sad. This is a this is an entire planet to put it into perspective. So they have arrived at Lamentus One and she tells him, oh my God, this is Lamentus One, which is in 2077. This mm -hmm. is the worst apocalypse. Out of all of the, th the ones I had on the list, 
you picked the worst one. So now everybody's nervous. Okay, what are we gonna do? Now, she knows that Loki still has the temp pad, but Loki does his thing and he hides it. Now she is very impressed with his magic and you see her kind of walking towards him. And I'm like, okay, we got to get into it early, but she is a Loki and she's just trying to enchant him. Now, our Loki again is very cocky and he says he's the superior Loki and we get that he believes that, but he also knows that he can't be enchanted because his mind is too strong. And they pretty much make a truce. Now, what do you think at this point about what, what they have to do? I think at this point they've decided, okay, the only way we will survive is if we work together. Do you think, think they truly trust each other though? I don't think they truly trust each other. It's more of like, okay, we have to do this because we, we have similar goals. What made me, I, to me, was like the kind of sign that they have to work together. It was with a lady with like, I don't know, the space shotgun. Um, they both tried different ways of, of talking to her and they both failed. And they both had this moment kind of looking at each other. It's like, they got to work together because separate, it doesn't work that well, but together, it works. So, and the, um, yeah. And the best part of that is your point. They did two different things. She did brute force, which he told her it's not going to work. He tried his um, deception, charm. his charm. It didn't work. The best part about that whole thing is honesty is what got them what they needed. Mm -hmm. All they had to do is tell Which them. Is what they're, they're not good at at all. The thing that they're the worst at <laughs> is being honest. They're not good at it at all. That's why they were so surprised when they're like, oh, that's it. That's, that's all we had to do. They ask where everybody is because nobody's around. They know it's an apocalypse. Where is everybody though? And she tells them, oh, they're at the Ark. Mm. Now, in heading to this Ark again, this is when Sylvie tells Loki, my name is Sylvie. I am not, I don't want to be called a Loki. And there was another name he said, he's, something else he called her. And he's like, I don't want to be called that either. So I she's think, Sylvie. Yeah, I think maybe it was like a, because I was going to ask like AJ when you're listening, like if she's maybe like a combo of Enchantress and, and Lady Loki, because like I think from what I remember, it was like a play on that. Because um, I'm sure people would be speculating. But the reason why she's like that is because Loki's mom, or I guess adopted mom, Frigga, which is like, you know, another Norse uh, mythology figure, uh, she died when Lady Loki was really young. And if y'all remember the movies, um, the Thor movies, Frigga is pretty much the reason why Loki has some bit of like humanity is not completely like edgy and hardcore, which is why Sylvie is more edgy and hardcore because like the one like motherly loving figure isn't there and apparently like Odin is just a complete asshole. So it explains they kind of have a moment like where they're like, yeah, our lives are both very traumatic. They do. And they what once again, they need to get on this train because the train is going to take them to the Ark oh, and okay. they need the energy from the train to charge the Tempad. From the Ark, yeah. They have to get right. there. So at this point, they have already tried the, their tricks on each other. She has tried to convince Loki that she's, you know, I'm just trying to do what you asked me to do as far as charging the Tempad. He says, I'm not an idiot. That's not going to work on me. So they have already, it's like at this point, they've gotten a, a meeting of the mind saying, I'm smart, you're smart. What you do for everybody else will not work for me. So let's just move on. And that's what they've done. Mm -hmm. They get to this train and once again, 
Sylvie has a plan. Her plan is to enchant a guard and Loki walks her through her plan and says it's not going to work. And he's right. He's right. Because it's either way too, like the mind's way too strong. It's, it's not going to work. So Loki decides to do his magic that has ta been taught to him by his beautiful mother and turn himself into a guard and take her onto the train as a prisoner. But that doesn't work either because he didn't consider the guards being smarter than just dumb idiots. They're just going to see the uniform and let them in. So they once again work together and it gets them on the train. And once they're there, they kind of talk, which was interesting to me. And again, I know why people don't really, why they say, okay, this episode is boring because there was a lot of conversation. But I enjoyed the conversation they had with each other because it once again brought up his mother. And we know that if nothing else, Loki's soft spot is his mom. Mm -hmm. And this is where Courtney was saying before they had a discussion about, you know, your mom taught you magic. My mom died when I was young and um, Loki is just just kind of telling her how much she meant to him. But Sylvie was shocked that she that he didn't know he was adopted. Oh, sorry. He hadn't found later. out yet. He had not <laughs> found out yet. And he was like. She's like, you don't know yet. You're half giant, actually. Yeah, she's like, and they told you. They didn't tell me, you know. So it's just like you said. It's a it's a way of showing that their 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 upbringing is different, but at their core, they're the same, same person. Yeah. Um, almost like, almost started, like a Homelander moment, like in the boys' most recent. I was like, are we gonna have a Homelander moment where it's like, is this I was like, what is this considered? Like, what is like, what is? I like, I would have a conversation about that. Like, if if it's a different you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are we gonna do here? Because I don't know if you got the same vibes that I got. Sometimes I was like, yeah, well, it did. Because I'm like, it's you. It's not you, but it is you. It's so you. It's not you. Is it? Is it? Like, is it? I mean, what are y'all's thoughts? I just want to know. Like, I, I, I really want to know what people think about that. Maybe it's like a more like a species thing. Like we're all human. They're all Loki. Instead of saying they are maybe one. No. Person. Maybe. So let's just Maybe look at it that way. That is we're, there. Not, we're not going to go further than that. Oh. <laughs> and they start to have this little thing about what love is, which was mm -hmm. interesting. Which led um, me to think that it's more with that. I was like, this is where they're going to connect, but they don't. Which but good. also, they finally like talk about Loki being bisexual, which is a like, big part of like Loki in Norse mythology is like one very gender fluid and also bisexual. So I thought that was very cool that they finally did that in like in a very organic combo way, not like. And it wasn't a big deal. It was just mm -hmm. like casual. You know, Do you have somebody waiting for you at home? A man, a woman, maybe. Both. And he's like, mm, maybe, whoever. Maybe both. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how I roll. That was. I thought but, that was cool. And he says the same as you, I suppose, because again, he's is he familial. Like he knows. They're the same. Sylvie, because they're the same, yeah. Um, and then Loki gets drunk. Sylvie says she doesn't trust any, she doesn't sleep around people she can't trust, but she falls asleep. And I think it's one of those things where it's kind of, she doesn't trust him fully, but she knows there's only so much she can do because they need each other so she can rest. But Loki gets wasted. because I want to pause real quick. So, mm -hmm. like, before we talk about what's going to happen next, there's a theory that I find very intriguing that I want people, like, when we talk about it, to have, like, think about this going forward talking about it. 
that Logie maybe have had enchanted her while she was asleep, and the next segment is him tricking her. So just put that in the back of your mind because I thought that was intriguing. But he gets, yeah, he gets drunk in a very Thor-like fashion, which was cute because he was like another, and I, and that, that was such a cute callback because they're brothers. That was the best part. I, I loved it because it was immediately, it of course takes you right back to when Thor is having coffee. Yeah, no, he was having beer. It was beer. It was, like a, <laughs> it was like a big thing of mead. Another. Yeah, that was adorable, honestly. Luke, he, sang, he was singing. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I had to swoon for a good <laughs> it's drink. Like you <laughs> Sing, sing, it sounds so sweet. And um, like you said, when she woke up, Sylvie woke up, she is like, What is going on? Why are you drunk? Why are people looking at you? You have you have alerted them, they they know something is up. Mm-hmm. And then they have they have our fight scene because you know the train you gotta fight, right? Mm-hmm. Like there has to be a fight on the train. Loki gets thrown off the train, Sylvie gets goes after him because he has the temp pad. And what happens to the temp pad, Courtney? It breaks. It breaks. Like now, shatters. But like I said, this, think about what I said earlier. Uh, not to cut you off, but think about this. Since someone brought this point up. Loki's such a good fighter. How did he easily get thrown out the window? Anyway. Yeah. Out of, and he has magic. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. just back in your mind. Back in your mind. So they're off the train and they need this Tempad to get off this planet. They need it. They have to have it. There's no other way to get off or they're going to die. Their thought is, at this point, okay, if we can't use the Tempad to get off, that means we have to get to the Ark and save the people there because that rewrites rewrites history, right? The timeline changes forever if we do this or, you know, the timekeepers come back and fix it. Just like they do everything else. Um, so their plan now is to hijack the arc to change the timeline and they're just going and running and whatever else. So in the talk that they're having, Sylvie tells us a very, very important and wonderful, she gives us this revelation that all of the TVA cops are variants. Mm-hmm. And she tells us because she says, the memories that I had to pull from Hunter 20 were before she joined the TVA. And Loki says, "What?" Variant? Think about Mobius. That's maybe that's why he loves jet ski so much. Makes sense. And but but it's it's it was a like Loki really had a revelation because he's like, "Is that because that's how he joined?" Yeah, they don't know that, but that's the difference. It's it's that um, it's like you have the knowledge. You know, like the whole Adam and Eve thing. I think that also, I think that goes back to like maybe Loki like having a very strong mind, maybe, but then maybe they do enough or it's just, but uh, (laughs) I found that I think to me it adds more to like the sinister vibes that Sylvie's not the villain, the timekeepers are the villains. Like it's like to me, it's like very explicitly clear at this point that the timekeepers are the villains. Could she be looking for somebody? Like not I wonder, necessarily just blowing up the timelines just for the for the hell of it. Yeah, I'm like obviously something like how did she even get here if she's a right. variant? Did so they like, take um, somebody from her? Like could could she could a variant could she have been with one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So could she have been in a situation where the person she loved was a variant and then got 
taken in by the timekeepers. Or maybe now, her mom. Maybe her mom. Yeah, it really could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Because she, like, at this point, it, it appears or it looks like Sylvie is hell-bent on just getting, not just setting off breaches in the take, sacred timeline. She's trying to blow up TVA in mm-hmm. general. Like, she's trying to go down with the with the time. Into, like, the no free will kind of stuff, and that kind of, like, we were a little, I still think this, this show's gonna end up with, like, the multiverse, or, like, plant the seed for it, but she wasn't trying to start the multiverse there. She was trying to get all the guards out, um, period, since, you know, trying to chase all these time, literal time bombs so that the time um, keepers are unguarded, or at least what she thought. It's what it looks like. And then once she gets to what once they realize that they have to get to the arc. Because mm-hmm. they had mentioned, well, the arc doesn't make it either. The whole she's like the entire planet planet is 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 destroyed. So the arc is too. Nobody gets off. This is a this is a like you said, a level whatever apocalyptic event. The worst one in history. So they have another situation where they're running through and fighting and trying to get to the arc. I enjoyed that that part of it because I just I just liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very cool. I agree. And you can tell that at that point, Loki, because he kept asking, "Are you okay?" And he's looking for, her, and although she can hold her own, he's still very much trying to get her along with him. He's not just trying to get to the arc, thinking, "Okay, if I get here, then it's fine." He wants her to come too, mm-hmm. and. At this point, I'm thinking, well, why does he even care? Because, like you say, if the if the temp pad is destroyed, you don't need her because she can't fix it. She knows how to charge it, but she can't fix it. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so then we see they make it towards the arc, but the moon hits it, so it's destroyed. So we're now right in the timeline where it's exactly supposed to be, and that's just where the episode ends. In limbo, mm-hmm. we don't know what happens to our. Can I say hero and heroine? Well, I guess because this is what they are in this episode. Our main characters. We don't know what happens to them. There you go. Mm-hmm. We don't know where our main characters are, what they're going to do. It looks at this point like they're going to die. A part of me is like, they can't die. It's episode three. The show is called Loki. They can't die. Mobius, I wonder if Mobius swoops in. He could. Because they know, well... Because now, because Mobius knows how and where they could probably have gone. There you go. I was going to say, he doesn't know maybe which one, but the fact that he knows the um, the, the, the uh, plan, yeah, yeah, the code, he knows that she's in, she, they are in whatever, like you said, in some apocalypse. He could have just sent several to one Or he could have just gone to every single one. Yeah, and whatever. I can see each other's like, you know how many apocalypses I've been to? <laughs> I'm, calling it, I'm calling it right now that's that's something that they would put in dialogue I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. and that makes sense if Mobius comes in and saves him um, what do you think their relationship will be though after all I think Mobius and Loki I think he's going to be pissed at him uh, for betraying him um, I also think that he's not going to believe uh, Loki at first when he's like, yeah, you're a variant, dude. Like, they're evil, like I told you. Oh, he's definitely not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think but I feel like he's going to start to see small things where it's like, because see the doubt's already there. Yeah. So. But he, and he's, he's clinging to it because that's what he knows. Mm-hmm. And it's, it makes sense to him. And it's to the point where the things that don't make sense, 
he's okay with it because he trusts so much in mm-hmm. this in 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 what he's in just like with all of us like you know some some of us are christians or whatever religion or however mm-hmm. you have you have something that you grasp and you hold on to and if it doesn't make sense you don't try to explain it you're just like yeah it's fine that it doesn't make sense because it doesn't have to and that's where mobius is so like you said even if he starts to see that things don't add up don't make sense i do think it's going to take him a second to actually Probably more than one episode, maybe. Yeah, except that he's a variant. Um, Do you think, though, at the end that, oh, what are they going to do with Sylvie? Does she come back? I think she's going to get arrested at first or whatever. I think that it's going to be like, you betrayed me kind of thing. Um, I think it's going to be like that kind of like where like things get like more sad um, before they get better. Um, and then maybe where they maybe try to stage a revolt and tell them that they're variants. Um, I can see that happening. I can, because like I said, whatever her name is, made it very clear she doesn't care if Loki dies. She's like, that's fine. Slice slice his throat. I don't care about him. Um, Mobius was the only one that kind of vouched for him. So I think maybe Mobius would, if they get imprisoned, Mobius would let him out. Um, but yeah, like I think that's one thing that's going to be key for them is to turn all of the all of the TVA employees against the timekeepers, because I still am convinced that it's going to be a Wizard of Oz, man behind the curtain situation. Oh, it's just they're fake. still going to be lizard people. They're just not as like like they're not like, this, like these mm-hmm. big statuesque bosses that they have made of themselves. The image they've made of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. I think Loki is going to tell all of them at it. The first opportunity that they're variants, mm-hmm. he is, he's definitely going to. It's not. Going they're to not going to believe him. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. They um until maybe he starts to enchant people. It's like these are your memories. I think he's maybe he does that to Mobius, and that's where Mobius is like, oh my god, he, maybe he had like a family, and he's like, my family, something mm-hmm. like that. I can see that. And I wonder gonna be if. Family. Yeah, I'm wondering if Hunter Twenty is going to maybe be the one that makes him believe it too. Because like you said, she's already been enchanted. So I'm wondering if they remember. I wonder if they wiped her mind. Yeah, like when she enchants them, does she, I know she says she can kind of manipulate things, but but what is left? Like, is that memory there? Does Do they remember? She says, I think there was one where, I mean, even where 20, where she came to, she was like kind of like, her brain was almost like broken. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that the enchantment is working against whatever the TVA has got on their mind. Yeah, because I think she was, wasn't she saying it's true, it's true, it's all true, or something like that. It's true, it's so, true, it's all true, yeah. And then maybe her, like, maybe she told her, maybe Sylvie told her, oh, by the way, you know, you're a variant. You had a life before all of this. The timekeepers didn't sculpt you from clay and put you here. They, you breached the timeline just like the rest of us, and they made you a soldier. So it is what it is. Did something that the timekeepers didn't want you to do. Yeah. Well, we're halfway through. It's a good, like I said, so far, it's my favorite show. I knew it would be because Loki's the most compelling character, one of the most compelling characters. And now we see why. He is, and he's he's got depth. He's got layers. I like Any it. Any character that's morally gray is just always going to mm-hmm. be more interesting. Because, like, as much as like we love like Thor, like there's just something a little more boring about someone that's like perfect. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. less perfect is more fun, in my opinion. Especially when a character is so clever, it just 
it's so great. It's almost like and a little detective show. And that works on both ends. Like you said, it's not just um, that they're not all the way good. It's that they're not all the way evil either. Mm -hmm. So they're like just you said, a little bit thing. of both that makes it, because you, you never know which way it's going to go. Like which, mm -hmm. which side will be the one that takes over in the end. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, so that is episode three, Lamentis. Uh, episode four next week, we'll be back. Ronnie may be here. Better be Ronnie. I'm going to tell your mom. I'm going to tell Angela. Uh-oh. So he'll probably be me here. Can't threaten to tell somebody's mom and they not show up. Mm -hmm. But we thank you for watching. Please keep up. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, theories, any of that, we are all here for them. You can hit us um, on Twitter at the KWC blog. And make sure you visit thekidswearcrowns.com. And until next time... Like, well, quick question. I just I want everyone to answer my question. If you kind of pull a Homelander with a different version of yourself, what is it? I want to answer it. I'm just, I don't know either. <laughs> answer Courtney's anyway, question. Answer she's my not, question. She doesn't, she's not vibing with the whole their species thing. She wants to know what you think. To me, it's like, it's like the Homelander on Homelander situation is what it is in my mind. It's, it is weird. So let us know what you think and get back to us and we'll see you next week. Bye. -bye.